Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan. You destroyer. You killer. You get out. You break your power. You get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand. I demand. I demand a vaccination to come immediately. Yes. Good news, everybody. I call you done. Oh, wait a minute. Even better news. I call you Don Gone. Don, Don Gone? You come down. Okay. From your In place of authority, destroyer. You come down. Come down. And you crawl on your oh. belly like God commanded wait, you when he COVID-19 put his have a belly on your head in the Garden of Eden. You heard it. COVID-19 is going to crawl on his belly through the Garden of Eden and... Jesus Christ is going to put his foot on its head. And it, it's oh, it's over, according to Kenneth Copeland. That was Kenneth Copeland once again. Uh, I mean, breathing the, 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 the wind the wind of God onto the COVID-19 and, and getting rid of it. It seemed like it seemed like uh, that's the end of it. Uh, from what I gathered from that speech, the COVID-19 had crawled on its belly, came down from wherever, I don't know where, from wherever. He said from Satan. From Satan, okay. So it probably but came up. Come up, came yeah. up from Satan, or, or a wet market yeah. in, in China, and crawled yeah. uh, through a um, garden of the Garden of Eden, and uh, and then and then Jesus Christ put his foot on his head, and that's the end of it. So uh, you can all go get your hair cut and your nails done and get a massage or go bowling or whatever you want to do because we you heard it there. And if anybody questions you for not wearing a mask or not standing six feet apart from the person from them, say, hey, maybe you haven't heard, but uh, Jesus Christ put its, his foot on the head of it in the Garden of Eden and it's over. So no more masks. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, everybody, for getting rid of the coronavirus. Uh, we are um, back here at, at Cover to Cover. Kenneth Copeland, thank you. Kenneth Copeland just keeps delivering. And I have to tell you, now I've been watching more and more Kenneth Copeland. He does, you know, every Saturday, he's doing a, a sermon. I go onto his website and I watch the sermon. Kind of, kind of, you know, kind of a good speaker. You kind of get into it after a few minutes. I can't. Why? I mean, he goes on for like an hour and a half, 
uh, has nobody in the audience right now because they can't, nobody can come in. So he's doing it. He's got a few people. You heard the guy there. Just there's a, there's a couple like hype men hype behind men, him yeah. who just, uh, you know, just show, yes, right, yes. And he just does his thing. That's Kenneth Copeland, everybody, uh, getting helping us out, getting rid of the coronavirus. And maybe just in time, uh, according to, you know, I don't know if anybody's getting tested out there. You know, I don't know if the tests are any easier to get where you guys are. Uh, I, they, they seem relative. If you if you choose to get one here in Los Angeles, I think it's relatively easy. Uh, there, I see there's a lot of drive throughs in my neighborhood. You can drive up the, in the parking lot of some of the malls and stuff. There you have drive throughs. Uh, and right out the window of your car, you stick, stick your finger. You basically stick your head out the window of the car. They do a swab up your nose, from what I heard from my buddy who did it, and uh, and that's the end of it. They're not I, doing blood. No, it's it's a swab up the nose, as far as I know. Things huh. have, no, I don't think it's blood. They don't do blood. Uh, the one I heard about down south, they want to take just blood from you in your car. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That might, is that for COVID nineteen? Uh, yeah, or is that for yeah. something else. I was, well, yeah. Um, well, a little, little, little bit of everything, maybe. Yeah, I guess you could find out many things if they take blood from you. Here's something interesting. Uh, the reason I bring up testing is because there's a couple of scientists who are saying we're never going to be able to test 300 million people. It's just not, it's not feasible. So he has a way to test people. And according to my new scientist magazine, he will be monitoring sewage in each and every neighborhood. Uh, he could begin monitoring about 2 billion people for coronavirus, uh, simply by looking at wastewater. Oh, so what he's going to do, his name is uh, Rolf Halden. He's uh, from Arizona state university, ASU, Good party school. Yeah. Good party school. They, gotta, they party so much. This guy's looking through people's <laughs> shit. They have a fantastic waste management <laughs> yeah, system. Obviously. Feels Broker. like a no-brainer. Everything is in place for this, says Rolf Holden from Arizona State University. Uh, such monitoring would be a fraction of the cost of traditional clinical testing and could be done using essentially the same methods now being used to test individuals. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Are you ready? Depending upon local factors, including the temperature of the wastewater, Okay, now in some places, if wastewater, I would imagine in Arizona, Arizona State University, where that he shit's is, hot. I would imagine it's hot shit. Yeah, yeah, hot shit. And um, I, I think in hot shit, it's not good. I think in it's got to be cold shit. Yeah. where it works. So here's what here's what happens. Uh, temperature of the wastewater, the size of the sewage system. Halden and his colleague Alga Hart. Now that's got to be. Interesting. When when Ralph Halden first went to Alga Hart, and he said, "I have an idea," and she says, "You know, I'm I'm open to whatever you you have, Ralph. We got to save humanity. Yeah. What do you got?" And uh, and and he's like, "Well, here's the thing. You know, I heard about the coronavirus, and she's like, I've, I've been hearing about it.'" He's like, "Yeah," and they're doing a lot of testing. She goes, "But is it over?" Because I heard something from Kenneth Copeland that there was a you know that Jesus had stood on the head uh, of it in the Garden of Eden. Is that not true? He's like, "No, that's that's not true. It's still out there." So she said, okay, well, uh, I'll listen to whatever you have. She said, okay, I'll go. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're, uh, we're going to detect coronavirus in sewage. Uh, one in every 114 people using the... Okay, so what happens is everybody shits in the, in, and then insert, and it go, all goes into the same sewage system. So Alga and Rolf, are you still with me? Yeah. Okay, you still following along? Alga and and this is a scientific magazine. I'm not, this is not made, this is not some like sexual uh, per no, perversion. No. Uh, the, 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 uh, like scatting, isn't that like a, yeah. people are into poop? -poo? Sexually into the poop? Yeah. That's right. smut. Sm that is complete Pure smut. And I'm smut. not going that. This is complete, nope. this is science. science. This is science. <laughs> uh, an ideal situation where the wastewater is cool. They want it to be cool. Okay. Uh, enough to preserve uh, the viral RNA. Holden and Hart estimate that wastewater testing could detect the virus even if it just one person in two million is infected. So they're going to go into the shit of two million people. They're going to you know root around down there, and they're going to find the one person who has it. Now they're not going to one person in this swath of people has it. But here's what they're not going to be able to detect that. They're not going to be able no. to like go knock on that person's door and go, "Hey, listen, we were just down in the sewer and we found your shit, and it turns out you have coronavirus." But they're going to be able to test. So they'll test the sewers and find out which neighborhoods have larger mm -hmm. um, have been largely impacted by coronavirus and start. Testing, 
with swabs in those neighborhoods. So they'll go to shit in some neighborhoods and they'll say, you know what? There's nobody, nobody in for, we do, we tested your shit and nobody has it here. So there's no reason to even start testing mm, here. No. So they're just kind of, so, um, Alden says this would then allow more targeted testing of individuals. The numbers I'm crunching show you could begin to analyze 2 billion people for coronavirus. It sounds like an economic way to get a broad understanding of how widespread the disease is. Uh, That's weird because to me it doesn't sound like a very because economic some carriers way. shed. Well, anyway, that is um, that is one guy too. Uh, him and his assistant Algahart. That is their idea. Uh, they're going to get in there in a poo poo and see who's got it. So if, I don't know what neighborhood you guys live in, and if in, but if you see some people crawling around in your sewers, let them let Just them let be, them, let them be, because they're uh, saving humanity. <laughs> and if they come knocking on your door, you got to beware. That's a, you got it. Yeah, and they found it. They found it in your in your shit. Yeah, my dad worked in wastewater for thirty five years. That oh, was he did. like yeah, that's that was like what my dad. That was my dad's career and. In rural areas, they don't have plants. They have a pond systems where there's like seven ponds that you could see when you fly over and plants. Yeah, you yeah, could see it. Yeah, yeah, and like each process. So I wonder, like, if which I, I don't know this. I know quite a bit about this. It was kind of like my dad wanted it to be the family business. Yeah, and it, <laughs> one in two million people it didn't sound. I remember watching that show. I don't know if you remember that show. It was a great show called Dirty Jobs. It oh, was, yeah, uh, Micro. Micro was yeah. hosting it. was host of Dirty Jobs, and he he went to a wastewater plant. It was one of the jobs. And they, so gross. And, and he, you know, through the process, by the time it gets to the end of the wastewater plant, it's pretty much drinkable. And yeah. he gave the guy gave the water to Micro, and Micro was like, I, I won't do that, but I believe that it is. Yeah. So, I mean, because in the beginning of it, they're pulling out, I mean, condoms and you, yeah. I mean, it's horrible Fucking shit, but by the sharks, end, sharks, baby sharks, oh, forget all kinds about of it. Shit. So, so now these, that, that's what, so I'm saying there are jobs out there, you know, maybe you guys have been laid off. May, a lot of people have 50 million people here in America, whatever. But if you want to root through people's poo poo, it's out there. That is a job that might be out there for people. Um, there was some celebrity news. I don't know if you saw the picture yesterday released of Adele. Adele uh, released a picture. She's a singer from England. We all know Adele, great mm -hmm. singer. We like Adele. Skinny, real skinny, real skinny, long blonde hair, like standing in a in a you know just out out in someone's yard. I think it was a birthday or something, and she posted a picture of her, almost too skinny. Yeah, almost now looks like every just blonde girl. Uh, it almost doesn't even look like Adele. Like I, I kind of. Uh, preferred, you know, the, the big Adele a little more, like a yeah. little more character. There was a little more character there. There was a little more, she was Adele. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if anybody needs skinny Adele. She looks fine, looks great, but um, I, I don't think we needed it. I, I prefer, uh, yeah, Adele stuns in a little black dress at her home. It, it was her home birthday party. Uh, she shouted at her fans uh, for sending a birthday love. The Grammy winner rang in her 32nd birthday, although she abided by the UK's lockdown Holy. orders. Yeah, there she is. Wow. It was like a completely different person. Yeah. Thank you for the birthday. This is from her Instagram. Thank you for the birthday love. I hope you're all staying safe and sane during these crazy times. I'd like to thank all the first responders and all the people who have crawled into the sewer to look into my poo-poo and make sure if I, if or I, I or I don't have it except for the guy that I she filed actually, the restraining order yeah, against. Yeah, you don't want anyone. There's probably people who would pay money for Adele's, you know, poops. Not now. Now it's too. Yeah, well, now it's probably too clean. It's yeah. probably you know filled with carrots and cucumbers or something. But yeah. back in the old days, it would. So that's the, the congratulations, Adele. That's uh, that's nice. That's a, she looks good. Like you almost have to like look it up. You have to see it to really. Uh, it, well, it's gotten just like seven million likes already on Instagram. So most people have probably seen it. I mean, she looks like a completely different person yeah uh royal family members uh everybody alex myself uh the two scientists who are currently down in the poop we, Alga we, Hart. All, we oh yeah Alga Hart. we all want to wish baby archie uh, a happy birthday it's baby archie's birthday obviously has the same birthday as adele and uh that is the baby of Meghan markle and prince harry and it's a uh, happy birthday, baby Archie. I believe one year, one year. That's got to be one year. And uh, they celebrated by reading a book or something. I, I This morning, I kind of saw a little clip of them reading a book. Uh, and then because of the book they were reading, Oprah 
immediately went out and started a, a book club. In a shared clip, the selected book, Duck Rabbit, has a sticker that reads Archie's Book Club on the front cover. The book, along with many others, was a gift from Oprah. Oprah had gifted that book to them. Um, and so Oprah gave them Duck Rabbit. So if you guys have children, it's good enough for Prince Harry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a little, little, what's his name? Uh, Archie. Archie. Yeah, Duck Whatever, ducking. <laughs> Feels like Oprah sells more books than Jeff Bezos at this point. Like, she, uh, well, Oprah, if she puts her name on it, you know, people go out and buy it. So that seems like a good book for people to read. Yeah. Elon Musk, you, we all know him from Tesla, and among other things, he goes into space. He's he's drills uh, holes. He in the drilled ground. a hole here in Los Angeles to make a subway, and but nobody asked him to do it. No. And he was doing it kind and, of like on the on and, the. And he didn't ask anyone no, if he could do it. He was doing it like a night with a dr- you know just like a drill and some so, friends. And uh, I heard he had a uh, the he, team from Armageddon. Yeah, like <laughs> and eventually they found out about it. And they were like, I, I I think they just shut it all down, right? But somehow he's got this this hole underneath Wilshire Boulevard, but he, you know, and he had a baby. They had a baby, him and his girlfriend. Uh, she looks like a, she's like a singer or something, but, and, and the baby's name is X A E. There's no, I'm a fucking around X A E A 12. Um, that's, that's the baby's name. I hate him. <laughs> X A E, but there's a way to pronounce it. It's X A 12. X A 12. Actually, tw- so whatever. I don't know. I but, feel, uh, Zia twelve. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So, that, but but congratulations to them. A lot yeah. of babies being born. A lot of a uh, lot of you know they had one, and and then you know Scott Disick went into rehab. We talked about that on the Patreon episode yesterday. Scott Disick went into rehab. They they posted a picture of him in rehab, and he immediately exited rehab. So I guess he's good. He's cured. Um, and and you know th- this is what we say about. Uh, the, the, the celebrity news during the coronavirus, there's not a hell of a lot of it. Uh, a lot of people are posting pictures from, you know, their fresh faced pictures. JLo posted a fresh faced picture f- from her backyard. Uh, Demi Lovato posted a fresh face picture from her hot tub. And then her boyfriend, Max Eric, Eric, he, uh, he put a nice comment on it, on that picture. And uh, so that's like celebrity news. If you could think of anything else celebrity driven out there, I don't really, I haven't heard it. Yeah. But I did in 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 trying to come up with topics for for the podcast. Uh, I you know I I try to watch some TV. I did watch last night. <clears throat> I watched the uh, documentary on Natalie Wood. There's a new documentary on Natalie Wood on HBO. And I watched it last night and it's a, I don't know much about Natalie Wood outside of the fact that she's Natalie Wood and made, you know, some big, big movies in the sixties and fifties and sixties. I mean, she was a child star, Miracle on 34th street, West side story, uh, Bob Carroll, Ted and Alice. I mean, she was in some huge movies. Um, and then of course, you know, fell off a boat and, and drowned, uh, on the way to Catalina Island with Robert Wagner and, and, and Christopher Walken on the boat with her. And it was always, you know, there was always controversy around the, around the death of her. Was she pushed off the boat? Did Robert Wagner push her off? Did, did Christopher Walken push her off? Was there a fight? Anyway, so you watch this whole thing and it was an interesting story and she seems like an interesting person. Uh, I'll say this. My takeaway from all of it was, and now uh, bear in mind that the documentary was done by the daughter, by the by Natalie Wood's daughter, who's also the daughter of Robert Wagner. So the, she's basically interviewing her father mm-hmm. about about her, how her mom died. Kind of, yeah. Wow. So uh, she died a long time ago. So anyway, they they, they interview the kids and a lot of celebrities, and and they seem to have a nice life. And uh, here's two of my takeaways: Robert Redford. I love the guy, but he look, he's very old now and he looks good. He's, he's still got his, you know, wits about him and stuff, but he, you know, he's starting to, he's, he's one of those guys who it's, it, it's, 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 you don't realize it's going to hit you until it hits you. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe I suffer from it as well. So I'm not saying that, but he, but having young hair, old face is, is, is a sad, um, affliction to have. And there, and I'm going to name a few people who have, young hair, old face. I believe I have young hair, old face. Uh, Tom Cruise has young hair, Mm -hmm. old face. He's got the hair of a 17 year old girl and the face of a, of a 58 year old man. 
one of the people who suffers worst from a young hair old face is Robert Redford. Robert Redford has the same exact hair that he had when he was, you know, 27 year old Robert Redford in some of the great movies that he made, you know, Barefoot in the Park and stuff like that. But his face looks like, uh, you know, somebody has, you know, scrunched like up. Like he's barefoot uh, in the yeah, park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he just scrunched up like a, an old towel and left it to dry in, in the backseat of your car. And and that's, but he's still Robert Redford. He's 80 years old, I think. And anyway, he he talks a lot about Natalie Wood. I uh, Here's my takeaway. I don't think Robert Wagner had anything to do with it. This is based on absolutely nothing other than watching him talk about it. He seems like a guy who is completely brokenhearted by the whole thing. They seem to have a very nice relationship, according to this documentary. But once again, done by the the mother, I mean, the daughter who loves the, her father and the mother. So, But they seem like they had a pretty nice life together. Like, I don't see, he, there was no reason for him to throw her off the boat. Then it, it is a weird thing. The Christopher Walken relationship was weird. Like, why get on a boat? First of all, being on a boat is miserable enough with yeah. people you get along with. Like, effort, because there's nowhere to go. You can't get off. You're mm-hmm. on it. You're stuck on it. It seems like Walken, if you watch it, it, it seems like Christopher Walken and and, Natal, and, uh, and Robert Wagner never got along. They seem to hate each other for whatever reason. But yet they get on this boat to go to Catalina, which is a, a far ride. It was a couple of an hour ride. And then they hang out offshore in the boat, but they don't like each other. So it's constant bickering between the two of them. So I don't know why Christopher Walken even decided to do it. If anyone ever I don't like says, hey, want to come on a boat with me? Go, I can, you know, I can. I got I. I I'm, I got this new job where I'm gonna root through some shit in the neighborhood yeah. with a with Alga Rolf. Yeah, and I can't do it. So, so um, yeah, but I would love to. But another time, maybe. But anyway, they go. He so first of all, so then it's Natalie Wood gets up middle of the night, according to you know, and she if they had been drinking. She had, but the boat is like docked. It's docked. At this point. It's okay. docked. Yeah, it's docked, and they got a little dinghy attached to the side of the boat. Okay. Uh, now Natalie Wood had had some drinks. They all had some drinks in on Catalina. Went back to the boat, sitting around. They uh, Robert Wagner goes to bed. Christopher Walken goes to his room, and uh, they say Natalie Wood got up to like get into the dinghy and drive off because they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And 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 Robert Wagner says that he says I was drinking, we were fighting, and she probably went to get on the dinghy and fell off. And she had, according to toxicology reports, she had uh, you know some pills in her and things like that. Not you know nothing bad, not, yeah. not like sleeping pills. Yeah. So, and uh, and she you know you Just, fall into she was fucking, impaired exactly. Yeah. You fall into dark water. It's hard to find your fucking you know your your your, 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 your It's hard to find your dinghy exactly. No, it's hard to like get your fucking you know your your bearings back when yeah. you fall into dark water. So I think she just and especially when you have a few drinks. So I think she, you know next thing you know you're. 10 feet away from the boat. That's it's over. Yeah. At that point, I heard it was a stormy night and he tells the story and he seems like a kind of a, a good guy. And I know other people will attack me and go, he was a son of a bitch. And, he and, murdered yeah, her. Right, yeah. Right. Right. I don't, maybe that's the case, but he comes off like a sweet guy in this whole thing. And, uh, and I think it was just an accident. I think mm-hmm. she fell off the boat. That's the end. So I did enjoy that. Uh, the other day I tried to t- tell you guys about a movie that I watched on HBO. Also, I just want to let you guys know that I can afford HBO. Let's leave it at that. I you get the st- new app. I yet? still afford cable and HBO doing pretty well for myself. Let that be known. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com backslash Franjola, F R A N J O L A, and start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months. We all want to have a nice lifestyle. And you think it's easy. You think you just go out and have a kale shake. But Ritual.com will deliver vitamins right to your house. Just sent Ritual obsessively researched vitamins for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough from from food. And all their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that could do more harm to your body than good. Too easy to take capsules to provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. This is great. I mean, uh, t- from D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's essential for women's fill in the gaps of women's diet. There's no nausea, which that's what I get with vitamins. I don't like that. Capsules designed and gentle to be easy on your stomach. There's a mint tab to take uh, after you taste. There's no fishy aftertaste. And Ritual's delivered right to your house. How easy can they make it? And you'll get 10% off, like I said, ritual.com backslash Franjola, F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A, 10% off during your first three months. That's ritual.com. 
Get it right, ladies. Take these and you will be a new person ready for summer. Looking good. Feeling good. Ritual.com backslash Frangiola. Um, and I watched the show, a movie called Bad Education. Hugh Jackman. And uh, and uh, it, it, it's a good it's a it's a it's a true story about this shit that went down on Long Island with elementary schools uh, and schools and it, it's great check it out bad education Allison Janney is the other did that just come it. out was that the yeah. straight to it was an yeah. HBO yeah, yeah. HBO movie uh, Hugh Jackman is underrated and fucking great in everything I don't think he does anything bad uh, and I don't know why he's not more celebrated in this world the guy is great he's great in this movie so then I was kind of fascinated by the whole thing so i went to look up the actual people that they're playing now they keep if you if you guys watched it check it out if you haven't but it's called bad education check it out uh but uh, it's very interesting story so they keep talking about this guy and how he's he's very vain and uh he's always working out and 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 drinking these you know fruit um vegetable smoothies and that, they they harp on that a lot throughout the the, the movie so I'm like, oh, I got to see what this guy looks like. Because first of all, it's Hugh Jackman playing him. Yeah. So he's a handsome guy. So and, and they were always talking about how, how his suits were perfect and all this stuff. So I, I go, oh, this guy must be fucking some handsome, you know, superintendent Debonair. of schools. I look him up. I, it ruined the movie for me. I'm like, <laughs> they chose Hugh Jackman to play this guy? He's a little short, like Latino guy, like a little fat Latino guy. Looks like a little Chewy Bravo from Chelsea Ledley. <laughs> like, that's what the guy looked like in real life. I'm like, oh, and then the girl who played Alice and Janney played, same thing. I'm like, these, that's not even, but I guess you wouldn't watch it if it wasn't Hugh Jackman and Alice and Janney. If, you know, if you cast them, if you cast them, who's that? that Chewy. <laughs> no, who's that little guy, that little Latino guy who was like in every movie in a, a couple of years ago? Uh, Luis uh, Yeah, I think Go I know who you're Gomez, talking about. Luis yeah, Gomez. yeah. I think his name is. Yeah. yeah, he's been in everything. That's and actually who I picture that, when you. But that's what the guy looks like. He looks <laughs> like that guy. Um. Anyway, so I checked that movie out as well. And, and you know, I, I, that's what I'm doing. I'm watching dumb shit. I'm building rock walls in my backyard. So this morning, I'm up early. I go through a walk in the park. Then I go. Now, then I find I just try and find things to do. I just sat with Alex here while he was on the phone, you know, for forever with uh, who were you on with? Unemployment. Unemployment. And, you know, it takes forever. But he fi Alex finally got through. So we had to wait. And uh, so I, and he's like, I'm sorry about this. I'm like, don't worry about it. I got nothing else going on. So much so that this morning I go to pull a there's, there's a there was a broken branch hanging from a tree in my backyard and it had blown down about a year ago. And it was hanging, and so it, it, it died. So I was pulling on it from the ground to try and... And then the whole big branch came down instead of... And I fell into like a rock wall and pretty severely cut my back open. <laughs> um, so I'm fine. I think I'm going to live. But I have some pretty big giant uh, cuts on my back right now. Uh, <laughs> this is 7.30 in the morning. I'm doing this shit. So... And uh, now sure I have, went to the park. I, I know I did. I was at. The, oh. I, I did it all. I went. To, I went to the park. I pulled down branches. I come and do this. Uh, there's nothing else to do. It's crazy that by nine o'clock in the morning, you've already done everything I've available. Myself. I had. I had to. Yeah. And then I talked to the uh, my crazy neighbor across the way. He's an eighty. I, I've mentioned him before. Eighty-five year old man. Uh, he's just you know crazy racist, and it says some things about them. You know, every race and creed and religion and color very loudly uh he'll yell it across the street to me as i'm on the front lawn and this morning i'm walking to the park and he goes hey amigo and i go hey how you doing? <laughs> and i uh -oh. so i'm like oh no here goes and i said wait everything good because he's an older guy i don't want i don't want him to die you know everything good he goes no i was like oh no what is the problem and he goes i've been reading about germ warfare <laughs> like, oh shit <laughs> so he fucking goes down to fucking railing about germ warfare and how china you know is coming this was all and then he goes wait to see what we we're making for china they're all going to be dead i'm like yeah but isn't that just fine now it's going to get back uh, to us. it's kind of come back to us if we make it and throw it to china some Chinese guy is going to come fly into here and now we're, we're all back in the same fucking place we were, just were, and still are. In some cases, I don't know, shit's opening up. I told you, I mentioned this before, I mentioned it again. I'm going back to work, Tacoma Comedy Club, Tacoma, Washington, June 11th, 12th, and 13th. 
Now, I've been getting a lot of messages on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, whatever people will message me and they'll say, I'm not sure because the governor has not mentioned anything and where the state of Washington is, is now closed till May 31st. I'm like, hey, here's the deal. I got an email said go to June 11th. I, that's I'm not the fucking mayor of Tacoma. I'm not the governor of the state of Washington. I don't know anything. Yeah. But. I've been in the house now for since March 15th. I mm-hmm. think since like St. Patrick's Day is kind of when I, I some people seem to have it down to exactly the day. They're like, it's day 53. I don't know what day it is. I think I'm, I go with St. Patrick's Day. That's yeah. when I kind of was like, all right, we'll lock this shit down. So however long that has been, that was beginning of March, March 5th, 16th, whatever it is. And uh, so we get, so all my shit from March gone. All my shit from April gone. All my shit from May is gone. But this guy calls and says, let's do it. I Now, 100 people are going to let in. We're going to take temperatures. We're going to sit people six feet away from each other. Is it a mistake? Probably. <laughs> Am I going to kill you people? Are you going to go home because you came out and kill your families? Probably. Am I going to come home and kill my family? Family? Probably. Am I going to kill the old neighbor who's concerned about germ warfare? Yes. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. It gets me out of the house and I'm not pulling branches down in my backyard and injuring my back. So I'm fucking doing it because I'm curious as to how the airports are working. I want to see. I keep getting emails from Southwest, United, Delta, all these airlines I fly. We're cleaning the planes, everybody. We've decided this is the CEO of Delta Airlines, and I'm here to tell you we are now scrubbing the planes. We are <laughs> cleaning them. And I knew they weren't cleaning the planes. I When we got on the plane, I just kind of, you know, it's you just take some things on, at face value. Like I, I, I know what I'm getting into here when I get on the plane. I, I don't think my, my, uh, you know, I, I think I have like a pretty good, uh, what's what's the immune system? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm compromised. I've flown a ton. I don't really get sick. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting on this plane. Cause you used to see the people we all know they get off last guy off the plane from Southwest. They next people get on and yep. we're out. We're out. We're out in fucking 30 minutes from landing to re getting everyone back on out the door. Not anymore. You watch three and a half hours. You'll have to wait. Scrub that tube of while demons. They, yeah, while they scrub. Well, as Kenneth Copeland says, scrub that tube of demons with a fucking toothbrush. You're gonna be down there doing it. I don't know how long that shit's gonna last, but and you know, are they gonna seat the middle seat? Are they gonna? Are we gonna wear masks? I think we're all gonna wear masks on the plane. Why wouldn't you? You're right on top of each other. How am I gonna drink my fucking little? shot glass of diet coke they give me uh you know i my, most of the time when i'm flying like southwest or whatever it's a pretty short flight i'm either flying to vegas or somewhere up to seattle you know i can why don't the flight attendants go hey everybody it's a 30 minute flight can you go without it to your diet coke and peanuts for 30 fucking minutes you fucking animals like we all i think we'd all go yeah we're good yeah you don't just leave us all alone for 35 minutes we're going to be able to make it to las vegas without the diet coke nay but they you know they have to do it because there's one person in the back can i get my diet coke please so eh, here we are I, I want to see are the planes clean. What does LAX look like? What does Burbank Airport look like? What is going on? I haven't seen it all in fucking, you know, two and a half months. I want to report back to you people that if it's safe to go back out there. Hello, everyone. It's Chris Frangiola co- co- reporting from the streets because right now I have nothing to report. I fell down in my backyard. <laughs> That's my biggest fucking uh, thing to report. I went yesterday to go to, to a Starbucks. This is what I do. I drive. I, I don't even. I don't even. They're want opening it. back up. Well, now a drive-through. I go drive day. They're opening back up. Eighty-five percent of opening back up. Wendy's is out of beef. I read. So, you know, it's amazing these stories they put in the paper. Like Wendy's is. I read this fucking headline. Wendy's is out of beef. And then I read seven Wendy's throughout the United States are out of beef. I'm like, well, they just fucking oh. ordered wrong. Like it's not a beef <laughs> shortage. The guy just fucked up the manager. Oh, I didn't get the. The beef patties. Now everyone's got to have just baked potatoes and chili. 
whatever they serve over it's there. It's a vegan chili now. Is it, yeah. And no you beef know, in it? And no beef. No beef at Wendy's. So I haven't been to Wendy's in a long time, but I used to go when I was go to acting school. I used to go to its acting school in New York City. And uh, I would I was living mm-hmm. at my grandmother's at the time. I was young. I young kid and I would I would stay at my grandmother's because she lived closer to New York City and she had like up in an attic. She had like an attic apartment that I would stay up in. And then I don't know what happened with my uncle, Matt, great guy. Somehow something he fell on hard times and he was up in the attic with me, two of us. <laughs> up there and uh you know he'd gone through vietnam he'd gone through some crazy shit so he was uh on the edge so and just got uh, a person who ate a lot of wendy's <laughs> no no oh. he would uh he was he would sleep you know he'd you know in his sleep he would have he would sleep very strangely oh. like he was dead you know he hands over his chest like he was laying in a uh, in, in a in a casket and he, every now and again, he would wake up with like Vietnam flashback. And I'm just a young, you know, kid trying to go to acting school. And then he took some headshots of me. He's like, I, I could take some pictures. You need new headshots. And I was like, a, I was like a zit faced kid and stuff. I needed some, you know, I needed a little makeup or something to, to for better headshots. So he's like, well, I'll do the makeup too. So he just like took some like, so a, like a Vietnam not vet, a, well, yeah, <laughs> like an old makeup. Vietnam vet doing my makeup and taking these pictures. And he used to take very famous pictures. Uh, to tell you a little backstory on him, I don't know if you guys know who Stephen Biko is. Stephen Biko, there's a famous song by Peter Gabriel, Biko, Biko. I don't know if you remember that song by Peter Gabriel. It's actually made into a movie as well. Denzel Washington plays Stephen Biko. Stephen Biko was a South uh, African, um, you know, he, he was a freedom fighter in South Africa uh, and a political activist and whatever. Anyway, the rumor, whether I don't think it was a rumor, I think it actually happened. Stephen Biko was murdered in prison. They put him in prison and he was killed in prison. My uncle, Matt Frangiola, took the picture of Stephen Biko dead in prison. Ooh. He's the only person he got somehow got in the prison and took a picture of Stephen Biko dead. So you'll see this very famous picture of Stephen Biko laying, lying dead in his uh, cell uh, floor, and that was p- taken by my uncle Matt. On the picture, it'll say Majofra Matthew Joseph Frangiola, but he couldn't say that because he would get in trouble, so he changed it to Majofra. He's dead now, so I can say that. Wow. So not only did he take a dead picture of Stephen Biko, he also took my headshots. <laughs> Other headshots, not the headshots that you guys see sometimes. I put them on Instagram. The, where those were taken by a guy named Van Williams. And then another one were taken by Now and Forever Wedding Photos in Bayshore, Long Island. They took some pictures of me as well. I used to need, I used to get a lot of headshots back in the day. I had, a, I had an ever-changing look. Yeah. So my uncle... Got to stay up to date. And had, <clears throat> now, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a... There was, I think it was called Calam- Calamine Lotion. Do you even know what that is, Alex? You might be too young to remember calamine lotion. It you, sounds familiar. Okay, what calamine lotion is was? Is that a brand was, or a type? Yeah, it's yeah. a brand. And and you put it on poison ivy or th- you know things like that, abrasions maybe. Yeah. And it was uh, you know, it was supposed to be skin tone. I think it, that was the that was the plan. I think over the calamine lotion factory, they were like, we'll make it skin tone. So if you put it on poison ivy, you won't even notice you're wearing it. But it w- I don't know what skin they were using. Some <laughs> pink person. Uh, so it was very pink. It came off her. We didn't, there was no makeup at my grandmother's house. My grandmother wasn't wearing any makeup at the time. She was 70 some years old. My uncle, Matt, Vietnam vet, my uncle Stevie, nobody was wearing makeup in the house. So we had, my uncle said, we just put some calamine lotion on your zits. Cause Ooh. I had a pretty zitty uh, face at 17, 16. So we put some calamine lotion on the zits and it just made them, you know, really, <laughs> it just looked like zits with calamine lotion. <laughs> It didn't cut. It didn't. Nobody would look at that picture and go, "Oh, this guy's got, got beautiful skin. It's, he's clear." You look clear yeah, like vitiligo. Is it what, what's that stuff called when it's your skin's like empatigo? <laughs> yeah, 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 something, yeah like that. something like that. I look at you. So anyway, uh, yeah, you see, there's that model now. That model, uh, she's like a famous kind of a famous black girl with. Yeah, but she I've has seen a skin it. condition. Yeah, she's on. She's in like you know Victoria's Secret or whatever. But because she's a very pretty girl, but she has that skin condition. I look like that. I look like her with just like plot of white on pink on my face. So you mean to tell me your uncle made you look like a Victoria's Secret model? In a way. It, it, Excellent well, photographer. By today's, yes. <laughs> so, and then he, you know, we look at the contact sheet of pictures and uh, it's brutal. I mean, I, I look really bad, but there was one or two that, you know, were, were usable and I blew them up and there. So I, I mean, I, I remember going around and like auditioning and giving these pictures to people. And they, these casting directors, whoever must have been like, look at this poor son of a bitch sitting in an attic somewhere on Long Island with calamine lotion on his face trying to get a part. 
in Lord knows what. So anyway, I forgot what was what was my fucking point? I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Anyway, so oh, so I was going to acting school and I had a Oh Wendy's. We we're talking about Wendy's. Oh, and that's when I would eat Wendy's. I would take the bus from uh from 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 Garden City, Long Island. Uh, and I, and I would take that the bus to Jamaica Queens, 179th Street in Jamaica Queens. Get on the subway. When I got off the subway at 179th Street in Jamaica Queens, there was a Wendy's, and I used to get that Wendy's, take it back on the bus, uh, head up to the attic, and eat that Wendy's. Um, Sounds like a good summer. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't a good summer. It, 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 yeah, that, but those were you know those were different times. That was that that was a struggle. That was a struggle. Those were uh, those were tough times. But anyway, we're, here we are now. You know, things have really uh, panned out for me. I'm going to be risking my life to go to Tacoma Comedy Club in front of a hundred people wearing masks. Somebody told me that you never paid your dues, and I was like, you don't even know about the summers uh, in the have attic. Have you seen calamine lotion on my face, trying to cover my zits? Uh, I paid my fucking paid dues, my everybody. Dues. How dare you? So that's uh, that's the story. That's where we're at. I did come up now, like I was saying earlier, at. I know we take a lot of shit for Quinn and people don't want us to um, be dirty, I, which I've, I find very shock. I don't think we're very dirty on this podcast, but no. I get some reviews and it makes it it fucks up all the reviews. Now I have thousands of, of reviews on, on iTunes. But if you put a one very in there, positive reviews, if, if I've done, for the most reviews. part, they're very positive. They're good people, not not losers. But if you put one star, it fucks up the whole thing. Okay? So but there's so I do these quins and some other dirty I say some dirty things sometimes. And I don't know what these people are, like religious or whatever. Like they're so prudy that they go and they immediately start writing bad reviews because of what we've said. And now so much so that I don't want to fuck up my fucking rating. So I'm gonna have to stop all the dirty talk. We're just going to stay all Kenneth very clean, now. Kenneth Copeland, and we're going to talk about calamine lotion on my face and wholesome stories. Maybe we'll start that next week because this week I found a thing called now because because good good housekeeping was such a great find. Um, good and it, I you know good housekeeping was something I remember from my childhood. Haven't thought about it since until I found one in the park and I picked it up. A coronavirus covered. Um, good housekeeping. I brought it in and I gave you guys, you know, some, some great tips on uh, facial tissues. That was from good housekeeping magazine. Mm -hmm. Gave you the top five. Do you remember Alex? Yeah. The, do you remember what the best facial tissue was? Um, Kleenex, Kleenex, of course. You remember yeah. what was second or third? I think it was puffs. puffs yes. yes. <laughs> See, see Alex remembers it's something that got in there. Now, if he get, ever goes by as a facial tissue, You'll you'll know. Oh, I'll go puffs first. I'm I'm a puffs, puffs guy more than a Kleenex so guy. So I went and I was like, what was some of the other things that you know that used to be get delivered to our house? This is back in the days of magazines in the fucking mailbox magazines that you would take back and open and read every day. So we had good housekeeping. The other one we got every every week or month or whatever it was was Red Book magazine. Mm -hmm. So Red Book. And I haven't seen a Red Book in a while, so I decided, let me look up Red Book and see what's going on with Red Book Magazine, one that my mother uh, always... And it's a porn website now. Well, you know what? Sounds like... You're not far off, Alex. Uh, but it's still, it is still a magazine, Red Book, it's still a magazine. And, uh, but it, they, they cover a lot of things. They cover a lot of bases. And here's, in this month's Red Book, I believe it's the month of May's Red Book, they have a Hot Spring Fashions. Um, and, I, and you you know, on this podcast, we like to cover spring fashions. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to leave the house. But if you do decide to leave the house, if you do decide to, let's say, go to a Wendy's and have uh, whatever they're serving now because they're out of beef or go, you know, around your neighborhood and see if there's people in the sewers yeah. looking through your poo-poo. Or if you want to go to Tacoma Comedy Club and see me, maybe these are some of the things you might think about wearing. Are you interested in something like this house? Yeah. I'd like to hear some of the spring fashion. They think the the uh, they think the leopard print is basically neutral now, and uh, and this wrap blouse by Bobu, it's an angel flutter sleeve wrap blouse. It's only twenty five dollars. Uh, they think this you could wear this to the office or to the happy hour. Both Ooh. things you can't do right now. Yeah, you can't go to the office nor happy hour. So maybe you can sit in front of a Zoom or whatever you do, and uh, and wear this fun wrap blouse twenty five dollars from Bobu. 
Ba-ba-boo. Uh, another thing they think is going to be big this this spring, Alex, is a, a slip dress. You know what these are? No. They're a fun slip dress. Uh, a colder days, you can pair it with a jean jacket or booties. What do you think Ooh. of something like that? Uh, What's a slip dress? It's just go. It just like just goes right. Like oh, like you like put a dress? on a t shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you put on a t shirt. It's a fucking dress. You know, what a slip oh, dress is it's a dress, but it's a. It's, I guess it just slips on you. Uh, and then when the weather's warm, you can wear it on its own. Okay, see how that works. Sometimes mm-hmm. in spring, you, it gets a little cool, and you go with a denim jacket and some booties. Uh, a, a pop, just a top shop white t shirt. I mean, uh, sorry, white. You know. <laughs> Fucking chair. It's going to be big. High rise jeans. High rise jeans. The perfect light um, uh, wash jean is hard to come by. These flattering high rise from Revtown will give you uh, a run for your money. Uh, puff sleeve top, puffy sleeves. Trend is going strong. We suggest embracing the oversized sleeves and adding uh, fun colors for spring, like a pastel. Uh, oh, try an oversized denim jacket, Alex. Ooh, uh, oversized? The 90s continue to dominate. So an oversized denim jacket should be part of your weekly rotation. At this point, now, what do you think of something like that? I love denim jackets. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I, I, I like them too. It's a staple. I have one that's really small on me, but I wear it anyway because I. It, it, but I can't button well, it. Well, I got bad news. You got to go oversized. That's what this I, I, season. I, I. But I didn't know about Red Book until now. Now I feel stupid. Florals for spring might not be great, but this '70s inspired one piece is a groovy for your next vacation. Uh, this is fun. It's a seven. It's a one piece. Ba- they're they're big on one pieces. Uh, on in Red Book. And okay, here's a duster. You like a duster? Like a coat? Like a big coat? It, it, it it's like a duster dress. Yeah, it is like a big coat. It looks like something Hillary <laughs> like Clinton. Like something a horseback rider wears. It's like wears. a floral duster like Hillary Clinton wears. Oh. A reversible kimono will add flair to any outfit and keep men away from you forever. Ooh. No man will ever approach you again in this reversible kimono. Uh it looks awful. Uh, here's a button-up skirt with a removable belt from J. Crew out of business, oh. bankrupt. 118 bucks. Wait a week, it'll be four dollars. Yeah, J. Crew needs all the money they can get. Incorporate a pop of orange to uh, to make a bold statement. They, it's all about going to the office, but there's no office there's anymore. No so office. I don't know where you're gonna fucking bring this pop of orange into the kitchen. Go to the, go bring this pop of orange to the other room in your house. Uh, and here's a cardigan. Oh, sneakers, skinny jeans. No espadrilles? No espadrilles right now. You got to just, uh, here's a, a pleated crepe short. $225. Jesus Christ, what'd I do? Break a window? Why is it so expensive? Uh, oh, oh, it's Vince. Oh, that's an expensive brand. Uh, high Ooh, I've seen jeans. that. Oh, here's a slingback, Alex, a, a suede slingback shoe. These slingback sandals are a perfect transition shoe from colder temps to milder climates. You could wear it from the pool to the party. Uh, you're likely uh, to be be seen canary yellow. They're gonna, they come in canary yellow. Would you like something like that? You see a lady come walking up and, and you go, oh, is that a canary yellow slingback? Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, that's so you're saying, oh, Red Book seems boring, Chris. You know, you're probably saying that right now. Like, that's it? They just have, you know, fashion trends? Well, I mean, it's pretty. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't have fashion. They don't just have fashion trends. So then I'll, I start, you know, looking more into Redbook. And uh, and it's dirty as fuck. <laughs> like, oh, hardcore. Turn it up. Like, and, you know, we can all put on a sling black, a, a canary slingback sandal. Mm-hmm. And that's cute. And get an oversized denim jacket. But why do we need all of this, you're asking? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because you need uh, edging in your sex life. <laughs> Ordinary run-of-the-mill orgasms are great. But what if there was a way to give yourself the mother of all orgasms while also making his orgasm even better? Um, I feel like fingers are about to start going places. <laughs> oh, we're going to find out. Uh, go ahead and take off your oversized um, duster, your yeah. flowery duster. Yeah, we thought you might be listening. She says, the good news is such a thing exists. All you have to do is practice a little sex move called edging. Never heard of it? Let us fill you in. Now, I'm reading verbatim, everybody. This is not me. What is edging? Now, I fill think edging is, <laughs> I think edging is um, you know, when, when the weeds grow over my driveway, the landscaper comes and he does a little thing and he edges the, and lo- looks really nice. It's not no. more to it than that. If you've ever delayed gratification just long enough for your desire to grow so fierce you feel like you're going to burst, then you've already experienced the concept behind edging. Simply put, edging is when you bring yourself or your partner 
close to orgasm, back off before the orgasm is reached, and then build back up the sexual energy to approach orgasm again. That is according to, now once again, I'm, this is a doctor. This is Dr. Uchenna Osai. Okay. Not down there in poop like this guy in uh, in Arizona. This person is, is ed- so you understand what that is? Uh, yeah. Edging. Yeah. Okay. How many times should you do it? Does it say? Uh, it does not say. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and recommend back off four times. Do you want to hear 15 <laughs> sexy movies you wouldn't want to miss? Yeah. 50, this is all, this is all uh, 15 sexy, Forever My Girl. Oh, that was directed by, I think that's the movie directed by, by J- Josh Wolf's wife, Bethany oh. Wolf. It is actually. Um, uh, Red 50, Book Recommends. The Red Book Recommends it. 50 Shades Free. That's one of those, that's like 50 Shades, the third one. I think that these are, this is all, cause you guys are all, you know, you're, 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 you're trapped in your house. You can't wear your. Oversized jackets. You Disobe- got no one to edge, maybe? Disobedience. I don't even know what that is. Book club. Book club. That's about a bunch of old broads reading books. What's so sexy about that? I, nobody, I don't want to see Candace Bergen eating out uh, 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 Mary Steenburgen. Who wants to watch such a thing? <laughs> I never heard of that movie. How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Never heard of that movie. Never heard of that movie. I never heard of any of these movies. And I know everything. Juliet Naked. I read that book, actually. Um... Yeah, no, I don't like it. These are not sexy movies at all. Mm. I I suggest fucking blowing these movies off and go edge your partner. Yeah, I expected better. I'm just going to give you the... the, Now, because I know people are going to give me bad reviews. They're going to say I can't can't believe... And this is from a red book, by the way, Mm -hmm. everyone. I'm not... Practically Reader's Digest. Your Guide to Amazing Period Sex. A Little Flow isn't about to ruin your mood. You shouldn't let it. The 15... uh, 15 kissing games that'll spice up foreplay in your life. Who is this for? Uh, oh, there's more. Who's Alex. wearing that? these clothes and practicing these sex moves? Take off your oversized <laughs> denim jacket. I'm about to practice some kissing moves on you, you fucking little slut. 21 sex moves that are guaranteed to drive him crazy. The 15 best soft porn movies for women. Are you ready for these? Yeah. I'll just go quickly. The key. Oh, Welcome to the erotic thrill that David Arquette. Oh, nothing says oh. sexy quite like David Arquette. He made a movie called The Key, the perfect ending. And I, who, who the, what the fucking movie? Angels of Sex. Who's I don't even know who these people are. Star Alina Ananya and Natasha Yorventko star in Room in Rome. Has anyone watched any? If any of you watched any of these fucking movies, please tell me. I don't know where. Erica's Hot Summer. I think I was in that. I was in that <laughs> with my calamine lotion on my zits when I first came to Los Angeles. Emmanuel, that was like a famous movie in the 70s. Bikini Drive-In, I think I was also in that. That was a Bob Wellborn. Red Shoe Diaries. These are, oh, here's the one, Alyssa Milano. I remember this one. Embrace of the Vampire, something like, yeah, the Vampire. Alyssa Milano's real naked in that one. This is, once again, Red Book, everybody. Um, Who is this for? The, here's the editor-approved edit, editor sex toys. The best. Uh, okay, now you go back uh, to um, love and hold on. Shit. Oh, sh- uh, keeping your relationship alive after 10, 20, or 30 years. 15 times it's time to end your relationship. 15 signs. I'm sorry. 15 signs it's time to end your relationship. When you're on a podcast reading Red Book Magazine. That's one. That is uh, when you and your partner have decided to crawl into sewers and look through people's feces to see if they have coronavirus. Number two. Number three, you're wearing a oversized denim jacket and a floral duster. It's time to end your relationship. You're turning to someone else to get what you need. Yeah, that's probably a good sign. That's a... Your partner doesn't show interest in you. Also, this is, these are, I needed a red book for this. I mean, they're on the money. Your partner never includes you in anything. <laughs> so I'm leaving. Where are you going? I'm going to Wendy's um, for, to get a baked potato because they're out of meat. So Can you give me something? No. no, I'm not getting you. Shut up, bitch. Don't fucking We're talk to me. We're getting in the way of me and Wendy. You think things will get better if, if triple X action happens. Oh, if you start, you know, like you hope you can edge them into loving you again. You can't. Your partner is abusive. And I love the stock pictures. They always show the stock picture of a guy like with a couple of beer bottles like knocked yeah. over in front of him. <laughs> like, I had two Bud Lights and you're going to get a whoop it. 
your ma- your main reason for staying it is that you've invested a lot of time in the relationship. Yeah, these are all okay. No, none of your friends support the relationship. The resentment between you never goes away. This is all terrible advice. All right. Well, anyway, everybody, that is uh, that is Red Book Magazine. I don't think we'll get. We'll be there'll be more coming from Red Book Magazine. Uh, we got more coming from that. Uh, I, it was a gem that I found today while Alex was on uh, the phone with um, with unemployment. Uh, I was able to find Red Book Magazine and, and I learned about edging. You I'm know, cl- you have them. You know, have the have the. I'll get this later. I have a bandages on my back. I can't bend over to get my sunglasses because my bandages on my back are coming off uh, because I tried to pull a branch down earlier today and uh, I fell. I Here. fell on my back and into into like a like a cactus. And it was uh, it was like a fucking cartoon. Fell into a cactus and got fucking big cuts, abrasions on my back. We're gonna end with a with a song that's gonna put everyone in a good mood because it's May. We're trying to get through this it, it, the best we can. I don't I don't know if you're all losing your fucking minds like like I am. We're doing. I am. You are. Yeah. We all are. Kind of Alex. I think at this point, and and uh, we don't know if it's, uh, you know, now you're reading all these Facebook posts. The government. Uh, first of all, people don't get your news from Facebook. You dumb, dumb, mm-hmm. dumb fucks. Let's let. We've all learned at this point that I don't know Facebook's the best place. And whether you consider Fox News or CNN or or, or MSNBC or New York Times or Red Book, you know, good housekeeping to be fake news maybe that's true but you know what's even faker news some of the like consider the source of some of the stuff you read on on facebook you know when it's like something uh, you know uh, uh, america best times i'm like i don't even know if that is that a publication yeah, read the web page it'll be like like a liberal and you're yeah, like okay i know right. where this is coming from <laughs> yeah exactly so uh so just be careful of some of the things you read and maybe it's true maybe it's not but like i said it doesn't make any difference whether it's fucking fake or whoever made it or this guy they're not all, nobody's dying i my friend's a nurse right they the fuck i here now you know it doesn't make any difference starbucks is closed the fact shit's closed but i'm coming back to wendy's work. is out of beef wendy's is out of beef right now six wendy's in america are out of beef i'm coming back to tacoma comedy club june 11th 12th and 13th and i know you want to fight me in the street for doing it for bringing my diseases to your fucking state of washington then go ahead bring it on i will fight you in the street out front of tacoma comedy club after i do an hour of material in front of seven people wearing masks sitting 19 feet away from each other with approved temperatures approved temperatures who's going to be the poor son of a bitch who has to kick people out (laughs) for having for being 99.1 or whatever you yeah. know like they'd be like mm, you gotta go like, i run hot yeah like, like what, if, what, you if, what if you're like with a party of like four people and you're like oh you're good you're good you're good uh sorry this guy's got a 99 like, but you gotta go oh, I gotta it's go like you forgot your car. id oh, i was gonna edge this guy later and now i can't because i got a fucking fever why did i wear my fucking uh, canary colored slip on sandals to this fucking comedy club when I can't even get in because I have a temperature that's running hot and the reason I am hot is because I'm wearing a duster a floral duster right now that Chris Frangiola that fucking asshole told me to wear because he read it in a red book that was going to be a hot look this spring and I'm hot and I look like Hillary fucking Clinton and this guy will never edge me not in this outfit he mm-hmm. won't edge me Alex I want you to play a song right now that makes me feel good about the summer it's a little heavy it's a little rocky but it's I love this fucking band and I play I've been playing it every day I scream it out to Alexa in my house and it makes me feel good it's a song called Rockaway Beach now Rockaway Beach is on Long Island and I as a young man used to go to Rockaway Beach this is a band called the Ramones it was four fucking losers from Long Island who looked like the Ramones we all know what they it was Johnny and Dee Dee and Ramon and this is Rockaway Beach everybody and nothing will put you in a good mood quite like these fucking guys if this doesn't make you want to get out of your house if this doesn't make you want to go into your backyard and pull down branches if this doesn't make you want to put calamine lotion on your face and just head out say i look good i don't have any makeup i'm going to cover my zits in calamine lotion if this doesn't make you want to put on a fucking oversized denim jacket and go edge somebody a neighbor somebody do it play it are you feeling it? 
It's over, everybody. Maybe you didn't hear. Kenneth Copeland ended it. We started it out. Kenneth Copeland ended this. It's over. You're free to go outside. Kenneth Copeland stood on its head in the Garden of Eden. Such a great fucking song. I mean, no, every, I know every Ramon song sounds the same, but... They still sound good. So does every Nirvana song. That's a good point. Yeah. Are you feeling good? Alex? You know, I was getting to the edge of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that edging. It doesn't sound good to me. Like, mm. getting to the point and then stopping? That's no fun. Yeah. Just everyone jizz on each other. Just go ahead and jizz on it. That's, I, I'm giving you permission. I'm like Kenneth Copeland. Go ahead and jizz on Go ahead, everyone, and jizz on each other. Climb on your bellies. Climb and climb on your... Crawl on your bellies back to me, and I'm going to edge you till I jizz on you. Well, I stand on your head and in the garden of Eden. We love you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Cover to Cover. We're going to keep bringing them. As, as difficult it is for us to get through some of these, we're going to fucking do it, you know? Congratulations to Dell. You look good skinny. You look, you honestly look good before. I, I, we all love you for your singing, you know? I don't know I don't know if we need you skinny. No. You know, we, we, we were happy with you the way you were. Thank you, the Ramones. Thank you to all of you for listening to Cover to Cover. Continue to do so. Come see me in Tacoma. Come see me wherever I'll be. I'm coming. Shit's opening and I'm coming. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.